Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Congratulations, you are here. Me, I'm going to be here for the next three hours. I hope you hang out. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by you, everybody listening all over North America. I get started at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you missed the first hour of the show, you missed a lot. Trust me. Trust me. If you missed it, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Thank you to everybody locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. The show broadcasts to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stations all over North America. From my friends in Phoenix, Arizona, to everybody here with me in Atlanta, Georgia, everybody up in the Northeast, what's up, Boston and Vermont, People on the West Coast, the Midwest, down South, Texas, Canada, Hawaii, Alaska. And I got friends who listen overseas in Europe as well. So thank you very much. The first hour of the show, let's just say it was was jam-packed. We talked about the grass at the Super Bowl. A lot of conspiracy theories going on about the grass of all things. Maybe the the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they sabotaged the grass, and that's why it was slippery. We talked about the return of the XFL. You didn't know? The XFL returns this upcoming weekend. Uh, If the Super Bowl wasn't enough for you, watch Vic Beasley attempt to get a sack, something he couldn't do in the NFL. Maybe he'll find success in a lower league. We talked about the return of Tiger Woods. Very serious. Tiger Woods back on the course today. He's pretty much getting warmed up for the Masters in a few months. He's at the Genesis Invitational out in California. And Tiger Woods, he means business. Listen to this. He's serious about his play. If I'm playing, I'm playing to win, okay? I know that players have played and they are ambassadors of the game and trying to grow the game. I... I, I can't have my mind, I can't wrap my mind around that uh, as, as a competitor. If I'm, if I'm playing in the event, I'm, I'm going to try and beat you. Um, I'm there to get a W. He's there to get a W. He's also there to have fun. I am not joking. Tiger Woods handed one of his teammates, Justin Thomas, a tampon on the course after he uh, proceeded or to, to outdrive him. It was a joke. You know how you slip somebody just maybe some gum or some candy? Maybe maybe your grandparents, remember they used to slip you some money in your hand? They didn't open up their hand and hand it to you. They just kind of gave you a fist and kind of rolled something into your hand. 
maybe you're used to other things being passed to you by hand, but that's your own personal business. Tiger Woods handed this man on the golf course in view of the whole public supposed to be private. He handed him a tampon. You may be asking yourself, where did Tiger Woods get it from? Why was Tiger Woods in possession of this? He's just having fun. No big deal. But, Shep, you you were 100% correct. If LeBron James handed, let's say, Russell Westbrook one of these on the court after a game, uh, the world would explode. Yes, it would. It would. You're right. So what, what what's the difference here? Well, the, the, there, there shouldn't be. Um, right. To, to me, golf is the ultimate gentleman's game. And, oh. and let's, let, let's be honest. There has been nobody, uh, in the, at least in the history of golf, that has been seen as so demonstrative towards women. Um, you can, you can, be, you can, be, no, sir, JR, you can, be, you listen, anyone has a right to believe whether or not being a sex addict is a real thing. I, I'll leave that up to other people's interpretation of whether that was. He didn't hand him a condom. He handed him a tampon. <laughs> no, but my, but my point is there's a negative, uh, sexist insinuation. Right. Um, when you, that are, he's a, you know what, right? Yeah. And, and, yeah, I, okay. and, and, and to be honest with you, if we're being real about this, uh, women are the strongest, uh, human beings on earth. Uh, Tiger Woods, you were you were given birth to by a woman. You were put in this world by Way a to woman. Get some points. Yeah. So 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 the, the the point is, who are you to to take something that is so sensitive and delicate for for women that they have to in, endure? Every, you know, if they're a certain age, I think that is wildly inappropriate, especially you, being the father of a daughter. By the way, if you're Tiger Woods, you you gonna get some dates off of this shot, Jr. Oh, let me. Th- well, listen, I I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I'm trying not to date these days, but. The point, oh. but the point is, Jr. I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to capitulate to, to women out there listening right now. The, the point is that is very highly insensitive for Tiger Woods to do, and he under and, and Jr. You and I both know this. This man understands where he goes. He is going to be documented like no other person of his lifetime and our lifetime. He is yeah. Tiger bleeping Woods. And he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't care. He's on the way out. Yeah. I mean, if you've been kicked as many times as this man has for his uh, choices and decisions, can it be any worse? The man almost died. I don't think he's worried about it. I mean, I yeah, there's a double standard. I agree with you, a hundred percent. There. I'm not all that. I'm not all that concerned. I'm not. I'm not. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Oh man, I'm not even gonna make the correlation here. We're gonna get into Kevin Durant. He was introduced to his new team, or at least the public, with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we are going to talk about Robert Sarver. We'll get into Bally Sports. There's this. There's a lot to do uh, right now. We got Mark. He's calling from Washington. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, good evening, uh, JR. First of all, I enjoy your show. Um, I'm with your partner there. Uh, I'm an old school guy, you know, I'm um, retired military, 23 years service. But the world that we're living in today, I believe he's going to get a lot criticized for this. It's just exactly what, uh, again, you, your partner mentioned that. Shep. It's just too sensitive, in my opinion. And again, I, I'm almost 60 years old, so I have no issue with that. But I know the feminists, the left wing and all that kind of People Feminist and left wings. Uh, lots of people use that uh, feminine hygiene product. 
I don't <laughs> I don't think it'll be a big deal at all. I don't think people will just go. I, I, oh, hope, wow. I hope not myself. I'm a big uh, I'm a, a, I play golf and I'm a big golfer, so I um, follow golf a lot. I, I, I'm hoping you're right, but I you believe. You don't keep that, any of those that, in your bag. <laughs> we know we want partners. We do, but that's between ourselves. So, oh, but I, okay. like you know, he, he's in a public view, and I, I don't watch any of those uh, shows or whatever. But I won't be surprised at one of those shows tomorrow morning. He's gonna be criticized for that. Okay. I will not be surprised. Well, yeah, but he, yeah, he will be. Somebody will criticize him. People get criticized for everything. Everything. Somebody might criticize Tiger Woods for, you know, going at the reporter. Hey, it's a legitimate question whether or not you're just here to have fun or whether you're here to win. Like people get people get bothered by everything. People get bothered by things that I say. I don't lose sleep at night. Ryan is here from Alaska. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. How are you doing? I'm good. You're good. Um, I just had a, a different thought in my mind when I was uh, hearing you guys talk about the Tiger Woods with the uh, tampon in his pocket, and I was thinking what the reaction would have been if he had, you know, putted the ball in, would have been a nice putt and whatnot, and reached down to pick up the ball, and it just happened to fall out of his pocket when he wasn't expecting to use it. Wait, and what? You a comedy writer? Oh, no, no. I was just thinking of what what would people say after that if it just fell out of his pocket before he got to say the joke? Well... I mean, you can you can start writing the headlines. I mean, you know what would happen. <laughs> I don't I don't watch too much golf, but yeah, I, I guess I do know what the news would do and twist things up. All just right. I just thought it was been hilarious that that fell out and well, you, no no you word need about to get it. into comedy writing, Ryan. That was creative, and it would have been it would have been interesting. Doug is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Doug? How you doing, JR? Good. Go ahead. Hey, man, easy on Tiger. I mean, come on, guys. It, you know, they're, they're having, you know, they're they're playing in a golf tournament. Tiger's messing around with them. Not a big deal. It's going to be made a big deal, which is ridiculous. You know, we do it all the time playing golf. It's, you know, a joke. It's an old man hitting against a young man. He outdrives them. Great job. Here's your tampon. It, nothing is meant by it. Nothing meant towards women or nothing. You know, easy. Guys, man, he's been through a lot. He's playing. He's trying to play. I don't even know that he's trying to tune up for the Masters. I doubt that. He might be just trying to make money for the PGA Tour because he draws one heck of a crowd. Nah, Everywhere he shows up, there's a lot of people. Yeah, I, so, I, I, I doubt you know, that. Easy. The, the man hasn't played since July. I'm sure that he wants to uh, show up and, and warm up. I think that would be advantageous for him prior to the Masters. I, I'd be a no, little surprised got... if there was any type of uh, quote-unquote big deal made out of this tomorrow. I don't, I don't think people will, will, will jump and scream too much. No big deal. I hope not. All right, we'll see. Hope... Thank you, Doug. Dwayne is calling from D.C. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, man, I'm down with the school of Tate. And I'm down with Tiger. You're down with the, say again, the, the school of who? Tate. Who? What? Andrew Tate. Oh, my God. That, well, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty terrible, man. Wow. Oh, my God. 
Hey, Shep, what that is that guy? That guy's on the grass too, isn't he? He's he's on something. I mean, you know, the 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 issue is, Jay, you're going to get people who are calling right now that feel very strongly about what Tiger did, and I just I just don't understand as a father, like you whipping that out. I, I mean, Jay, I mean, you you said it. What is the point of having that in your? I I get the golfers have pockets and all that. I, I get it. But why why a why a what what makes you think? Like, is this like a, a T.O. Sharpie situation where he knows? Not at all. Right. Like, 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 he know, like, he knows the exact circumstance of which he's playing with two guys who theoretically should be in their prime. Justin Thomas still is in his prime. I think Rory has seen better days. But what makes you think it's going to be appropriate and even funny to bring <laughs> this out? And you remember Joe Horn got killed with the cell phone? They, they were him. laughing. The two of them were laughing. You see, I have no issue with with them doing that but knowing that the public response of what it might be should probably lead you to not do that and that apparently is the memo that tiger woods missed or he doesn't care about because he's tiger woods but jr explain but i'm not i'm not trying to put you on the spot but explain to me like what what is so funny about this like what is so funny about using a tampon to describe a certain you know move that you have after doing something on the golf course to a fellow golfer we, well, yeah. I can't. I can't use the word on on air. Right. I cannot use that word. But he's basically calling him a you know what, like get it together, like do better. And how do you think? And, and it's a yeah. It isn't. It, it is an insult. There, there are some women who will be insulted by it. There are some women who will not care. Uh, me personally, I do not give a damn. I don't care. Uh, but I can certainly understand someone who wants to be offended and anyone who wants to be offended that's well within their right i don't think it'll be a big deal tomorrow yeah. do you think when we come back tomorrow <laughs> evening will this be plastered all over the place with, as a big deal or do you think people will just kind of eh, whatever listen if, if you want to if you want to say if you want to bring out like rubber gloves if you want to bring out like a, a kid toy you know something to say like hey like the the adults are now on the golf course like you know it I'm back kind of thing that, that that's if you want but to, to do something so gender strongly oriented here I don't know why more people to be honest with you don't have an issue with this like well, this I'm, is a, a, I'm asking yeah. you I'm not I wasn't asking you right. rhetorically right do you think when we are back here tomorrow night will this be on I don't know. Good Morning America, TMZ, no, it won't. Fox. Is it, this going to be on Fox, or will we get here tomorrow and it's just like, it's like story number twenty? <laughs> if Tiger Woods was not tied for twenty seventh and he was actually competing, this would be a big deal. But the problem is, what most people know, what Tiger doesn't seem to know, is that he is no longer relevant in terms of being in cahoots to win. He's relevant because go. he's a legend, right. but that's it. Yeah, he can't compete anymore. I think the only reason that he's doing it also, or thinks that he can do it, is because he's a legend and he's at the end. You heard it out of his own mouth. He's closer towards the end, obviously, than the beginning. Uh, he's running out of time. He's just trying to play. He's happy that he can still play. The man almost died in a car accident. The man's life has been in shambles, and there comes a point in time where you just go, "Who cares?" And who? He's right. You just said it as well. Like you. I don't think this will be a number one story. I mean, Tiger Woods is just, he's just out here living life at this point. Maybe. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. People get in trouble for all types of things. 
Robert Sarver, we know he's no longer the owner of the Suns. This man had a 20-year history of being misogynistic, of being uh, insensitive to race, to being a bully, and he had to sell the team. And we've seen this before with guys like Jerry Richardson, formerly of the Panthers. Uh, Do I dare bring up the name of Donald Sterling of the Clippers? And this is... Sometimes you got to be careful what you do in public. That's that's just the name of the game. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, a matter of fact, the Suns were in the news today. Robert Sarver was in the news, and he sold the team. He actually did a good deed. And then Kevin Durant was introduced as well. We'll talk more about this. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, every time I get into an Uber, I always turn the Uber drivers onto your show. We talk about sports. Tell them how awesome you are. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, Tiger Woods. Let's let's see what happens with Tiger Woods tomorrow. Handing out uh, feminine hygiene products on the golf course as a joke. I don't think it'll get blown up tomorrow, but maybe maybe I'll be wrong. And if it is blown up, then Tiger Woods, I assume, will have learned a lesson that he still needs to relax. Someone who learned a lesson of relaxing used to own the Phoenix Suns. His name is Robert Sarver. This man was basically pushed out of owning this team, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Matt Ishbia now owns the team. He was announced at a press conference during Super Bowl week, and he purchased the team for four billion dollars that is four billion dollars when robert sarver bought the team in 2004 he only paid yes only only paid 400 million dollars and so that's a nice return he had about i believe 37 to 40 percent of the squad and so he walked away with a good chunk of change even though he was disgraced after an investigation proved that he was a bully in the organization, that he was crass in the organization, uh, that he utilized language that was not becoming of an owner of an NBA franchise. He was a complete jerk. And so you can go ahead and and check the boxes when it comes down to misogyny, uh, sexism, racism, bullying. If there is a box to check, that you don't want your boss to do, Robert Sarver checked it, and he was forced to sell the team. He's not the first dude in professional sports to be pushed towards a sale. Uh, Jerry Richardson, Carolina Panthers, issues of uh, you know sexual aggression in the workplace, sold the team. You think about Donald Sterling. Do I even need to go into Donald Sterling and the beautiful bodies of his NBA players. Whoa, he's sending them out to auction. But those guys, well, one is not here and the other one is just 
might as well not be here. And then Robert Sarver is still here, thought that he could hold on to the team. And we learned today that Robert Sarver actually left a, a parting gift. He left a parting gift to the Phoenix Suns on the way out. It's been reported that he gave $5 million to the team charity. It's nice, okay? It's nice. $5 million is nice. But the employees who were on and working for the team, I'm not talking about basketball staff. I actually know a few employees for the Suns. I need to hit them up. If you were employed on or before February 15th of last year, Robert Sarver gave you a $20,000 bonus. You got 20K from Robert Sarver. I don't know if this is a mea culpa. I don't know if this is an apology. I don't know if he's trying to clear his name for future business. I'm sure he is. But damn, I have never heard of that. Hey, Shep, did Donald Sterling give anybody money on the way out the door? No. Not that, I'm, not that I'm aware of. Uh, Jerry Richardson, I know he ain't give mon- no money. No, but he, like you said, this is almost, it almost seems like hush money, if, if I'm being honest, JR. He's like, here, take $20,000 and just act like I'm a nice guy after 20 years of being a jerk. It's not like he's losing anything. He's tax right off it. $5 million donation to charity, a $20,000 bonus. This money is going to be in every employee's. Next check. Wow. People aren't going to come. Who's complaining, though, right? If I just drop $20,000 in, in your salary, is anybody going to complain? The answer is no. People going to take this money. It doesn't change anything that, that took place. But, I mean, damn. The Phoenix Suns, uh. Congratulations to their employees. Just take the money and, and and keep on moving. Good for them. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Aaron. Aaron is calling up from Charlotte. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, man, how you doing today? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm great, man. I just don't think it's fair for you to carry... Uh, Shep, how confused... He was confused? How many beers did he have? Five? Six? Times ten. Yeah. Well, to to be clear here, what was his name? His name was Aaron... Aaron from Charlotte, North Carolina, yes. Aaron, here, let me tell you something. It's not a matter of, of of comparing. The last time I looked and the last time I checked, Jerry Richardson, in his own space, was accused of utilizing just uh, improper language, sexual language in the workplace. It's been reported that jerry richardson would utilize some disparaging words and then he decided to just sell the team 
What a what a big shock. What a what a, what a big surprise there. Why did they take up his statue out the front of Bank of America Stadium? And so I mean, I'm not I'm not necessarily you know drawing direct lines, but 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 how much more of a line do I need to draw? You have an owner who behaved badly and sold the squad. Well, what's the big difference? It doesn't need to be exactly the same. He took up the man's statue. Why? And by the way, this isn't the only thing that took place tonight with the Phoenix Suns. They're actually playing basketball at this very moment with Kevin Durant on the bench. Everybody is basically all set and ready for the All-Star game. But the Phoenix Suns are closing out the season at home. Not home last week with the Super Bowl going on. The Clippers currently lead the Suns 54-52. to They're just getting ready to get started here in the third quarter. Chris Paul is running around like he can actually play. He has two points. Devin Booker has five points. And Josh Okogi is leading the way for the Suns with 15. And so if you have to watch that crap, you're probably also waiting for Kevin Durant. Speaking of Kevin Durant, I told you he was introduced today to the Phoenix Suns fans in public. And uh, Kevin Durant, he didn't waste any time in saying, yes, I'm very excited to play with the Suns' big three. That's if the Suns' big three is actually healthy enough to play. We got somebody like Devin, Chris, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton, guys that work, and I wanted to be a part of that. So I'm excited I'm here. I'm looking forward to trying to add as much as I can to the group already. Like I said, they've built you know, themselves up and built the structure and the infrastructure up for themselves already, and I'm looking forward to adding to it. Kevin Durant looks forward to playing with Chris Paul and Devin Booker because those are guys that work. Hey, Shep, is that is that an indirect shot at, I don't know, some guy named Kyrie Irving? No, I think I think he understands the comments that Kyrie made. So he's going to keep it classy as well. I don't know. Uh, you know what? That's that's not the only thing that he said. Kevin Durant was asked incessantly about his time in Brooklyn. Even so much that the, the crowd, this was open to the public. The fans in Phoenix, one of the reporters kept asking about Brooklyn. And you could hear the fans going, oh, come on, this is Phoenix, this is not Brooklyn. And Kevin Durant was pretty honest about his time there. So what we're going to do is take a break. And when we come back, I want to share with you some comments by Kevin Durant that were just like, oh, wow. Yeah, He's appreciative of his time in Brooklyn. But there were certain things that he said he wasn't aware of. I'll allow you to hear that from Kevin Durant himself. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First time caller. I had to pull over to the side of the road just to make sure I didn't miss my opportunity. I want you to know that I appreciate your candor. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. The Phoenix Suns are hosting the Los Angeles Clippers right now. 
Kevin Durant is on the bench. The Clippers currently lead 69 to 68. And everybody's just getting ready for All-Star Weekend. People are ready for the dunk contest that no one knows who's in it. People are waiting for the three-point contest. People are waiting for the All-Star game. People are buying time. And if you're Kevin Durant and you're still recovering from a, a sprained MCL in your knee, you're hoping that you can return after the All-Star break. But Kevin Durant was introduced to the public in Phoenix. They had a press conference. It was open for all of the Suns fans to show up. And, and Kevin Durant took questions from the media. And he seemed to be a little bit more at ease and more open now that he's just out of Brooklyn. And he was asked about Brooklyn. Uh, specifically, he was asked to sum up his time in Brooklyn. And this is what Kevin Durant had to say. It was a lot of ups and downs, but I loved the grind. So, and everybody in Brooklyn loved the grind too. So I built a family over there. It's, they're going to always be a part of my journey. Uh, so we didn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish as far as winning a championship, just like I told him. But I enjoyed the grind. And everybody there, we tried our hardest every day, regardless of what was going on in the media, what was going on with our teammates. Everybody who was in that gym, we grinded. So I love those guys. I get emotional to talk about them because... That was a special four years of my career coming off of Achilles, and they helped me through a lot. So I don't have anything. Um... So, yeah, it was terrible how some stuff went down, but at the end of the day, I love to grind, and we all love to grind there in Brooklyn, and I wish them the best going forward. They got a bright future. Wow. He took a little bit more of a high road than – uh, James Harden a couple of nights ago. He's like, well, I don't look like the crazy one now. Everybody wanted to leave. Uh, Kyrie Irving certainly uh, pretty much said there was a lot of disrespect going on in Brooklyn. And uh, Kevin Durant didn't have a negative word to say. Even more of an, an extension, Kevin Durant was asked, hey, why did it not work in Brooklyn? We just didn't get on the court enough. I think when you seen James, Kyrie, and myself, it was, it was amazing basketball for 17 games, though. <laughs> but you need, in order for you to win a championship and to be a great team, you just need more time on the floor. We could, it's another story about why we didn't get on the floor together, but we just didn't get enough time on the floor. And um, those are Hall of Fame players that I learned a lot from every day, and I'm wishing them the best as well. Uh, it just didn't work out. Yeah, Kevin Durant took it a step further. He was asked specifically uh, about why it didn't work and why he decided to move on. And and Kevin Durant was just like, yeah, well, I I didn't know what was going on with Kyrie Irving. I didn't know that these issues were, were, were taking place. We didn't talk about it, what his issues were and, and what he negotiated was, was his business. So, whether you believe that or not, I, I see no reason for Kevin Durant to have to lie. I don't know why at this point he would want to protect Kyrie Irving. They, they're not on the same team. That, that chapter is pretty much closed. You know, Kevin Durant was asked about the Suns and what makes it the right fit for him. This is what he said. I've experienced a lot the last couple of years. Um, you see the growth in his team. Uh, when Monty took over, when James came here, I see – uh, the culture started to change. The way they played on the floor, the energy they played with started to change. And I always loved playing here in Phoenix. The fans always showed love to, 
you know, just good good basketball in general. You know, they always cheer their fans on, but they show love to the opposing team as well. So uh, I knew this would be a, a, a great place to play and a great place to continue to get better as a player. Okay. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Ralph is calling from Miami. Good afternoon, JR. How you doing? I'm good. Go ahead. So I I had a comment when when what he said recently because I also listened to what Kyrie said last time. I really wanted to call you on your show regarding to that, but like I said, you're a busy man, so it's hard to get in sometimes. But if you could hear when Kevin Garnett, I mean not Kevin Garnett, Kevin Durant is speaking, he's actually he's actually not trying to basically completely throw another team under the bus. He actually want to bring more positive towards that team compared to Kyrie just throwing all the negative towards that team and saying, like, oh, they were not good, like making people feel like they're never going to go to, to play for the Brooklyn Nets anymore. Compared to him leaving, he's giving everybody the opportunity. So if you guys want to go play for the Brooklyn Nets, you could go. That team is a great team. It's just that it didn't work out for me. But compared to Kyrie, compared to Kyrie it was like that team didn't work out for me because they treated me wrong and stuff like that. So that like everybody will be thinking, I don't want to go to that team because they're going to treat me wrong. Yeah, but I think it's a it's a shame. It's a it's a shame that I really feel bad the the most for the Brooklyn Nets fans, like the fans who were sold this idea from 2019 of, well, we're not going to have Kevin Durant for a year as he comes back from his injury and then Kyrie is back and then Kyrie is hurt and then we go through covid and now Kyrie doesn't want to get the shot and that's his business. But how he went about it and explaining himself was just was all over the damn place. And then the Brooklyn Nets say, yeah, well, we don't want to have part-time player. And then they change their minds. And then they get James Harden, and he's like, I'm not dealing with this crap. And then you get Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons is afraid to play basketball. The Brooklyn Nets are a disaster. Sorry. At least Mikael Bridges decided to drop 45 points last night. That's that has to be some type of small consolation, right? Yeah, hardly. A matter of fact, you heard what Kevin Durant had to say. Just trying to keep it light, keep it cordial, be thankful to the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, this is what Kyrie, this is what Kyrie on Kevin Durant going to the Suns, and Kyrie wasn't so nice to Brooklyn. Listen to this. It's not the first time we'll be uh, compet- in competition as brothers. Um, you know, I'm just praying for his happiness and praying for his well-being. Uh, we had a lot of conversations throughout the year of, um, you know, what our futures were going to look like. There was still a level of uncertainty. Uh, but we just cared about seeing each other be places that uh, we can thrive. And whether that be together or whether that be apart, there's never been one moment where I felt like um, he's been angry at me for decisions I've made or I've been angry at him. Um, we've just tried to understand each other a lot better and um, grow as human beings, grow as brothers. Um, you know, his business changes so quickly. Um, he's getting a little bit older. I'm getting a little bit older. I just love the competition now that we can be in the same conference, and, and I welcome all that. You know, get to see him a little bit more, probably playing against Phoenix a lot more, and um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else in, in between, I, I just am glad that uh, he got out of there. Oh, glad that he got out of there. Okay. But tell me how you really feel. Kyrie Irving isn't doing a damn thing with the Dallas Mavericks this year. I'm waiting for Luka Doncic to just want to choke the guy out. And then at least the Phoenix Suns, they don't they don't have the most depth. They're going to be competitive if they're healthy. That's a big if. 
But there should be no reason, if they are healthy, they're not one of the best teams competing for the finals to come out of the West. That goes without saying. And so Kevin Durant, he said, oh, hell yeah. The the opportunity to win a a title with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, sign me up. I know how significant a championship is to a franchise and to a city, and um, I've been a part of two of those, and I'm looking forward to, you know, getting back on that road to try to do it again. But I know how tough it is and how hard it is, and this fan base is is looking forward to cheering for a winner. So um, I'm looking – I want to go out there and – I want to go out there and prove uh, every night that we got a chance to win. And, you know, that starts with the work we put in every day in practice. Yeah, Kevin Durant wasn't shy talking about his standing and expectations. And it actually came out of his own mouth. Kevin Durant said, there's always going to be pressure there. I'm one of the best players to ever pick up a basketball in the NBA. Nothing wrong with it. Kevin Durant is appreciative. He's trying to move on. Kyrie Irving is glad that everybody is out of the situation in Brooklyn. They all deserve better. And James Harden just thought that, um, well, you saw what happened, so I'm not crazy. It's got to be the organization. This is what Harden said last week about the Nets. There's a lot of dysfunction. Clearly, you know what I mean. Like, there was a lot of internal things that I'm not. For me, I'm not gonna never just say or put in the media or do anything. And that was one of the reasons why, you know, what I mean, I chose to make my decision. But uh, now, fast forward to date, I don't look like the crazy one. You know, what I mean, I don't look like the guy that or the quitter or whatever. You know, what I mean, the the uh, media want to call me. Like I knew what was going on, and I just decided to. Hey, I'm not. I'm not built for this. Like I don't want to deal with that. You know, what I, mean? I want to play basketball and have fun and enjoy doing it. And, um, and fast forward to today, you know, they got a whole new roster. <laughs> I don't look like the crazy one. Oh well, I, I remember how he forced his way out of Houston, where he basically trashed all of his teammates, he trashed everybody in the locker room, and they had no choice but to move him. Like, you may not, quote-unquote, look like the nuttiest guy here uh, in exiting the Brooklyn Nets, but the reputation that you've built for yourself over the past several years, of, of which James Harden gave a, a half-hearted apology for how he exited Houston. Let's not act like uh, James Harden in his background has been all sterling and pretty. Stop. 855-212-4CBS. Anthony's caller from Los Angeles. Anthony, go ahead, please. What's on your mind? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking the call, man. Enjoy your show. Uh, I'm an ER nurse. and I turn it on to decompress every day after a long day of work. I appreciate it. Um, you know, man, I grew up an NBA fan. Love the NBA. I grew up playing basketball in Venice Beach. I've been lucky enough to play with Kobe Bryant. You know, Shaq used to come down. A bunch of NBA players when they would get drafted. You know, and they come through the summer pro leagues in L.A. back in the day. And, you know, I grew up an NBA fan because in the NBA back then, it seemed like it was more about the game, not the drama. Now it just seems more about the soap opera and the drama surrounding it more so than the game. You know, if you ask anybody that grew up an NBA fan in the 80s or 90s and you said, oh, man, when the Celtics played the Bulls, what, you, what comes to your mind? Well, you know, Larry Bird versus Michael Jordan. 
or when the Pistons and the Bad Boys played the Bulls, it was, you know, Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer against, you know, Cartwright and all the guys. But now, when you think of a game, you don't think about, like, oh, man, I can't wait to see Kevin Durant face so-and-so. There is no David to the Goliath. There is no, you know, heated competition. As much as LeBron, and I love watching the Cat play, you know, and, and you're right, you know, I think we need to really appreciate the greatness. But who's his David? Who do you wait for him to go against yeah, on a nightly basis? I, I think that, that – well, I think you're saying two things. And part of it, and thank you, Anthony, for calling from L.A. Much love to you and, and everything that you're doing to help out those folks uh, in the ER. The NBA has changed. If we have to go back and, and look at a former era – we're now at the full maturation of free agency. Okay, we're talking about something that wasn't implemented until the, the late 80s with Tom Chambers being one of the first dudes to have an opportunity to go elsewhere. That's one aspect of it. The second thing I believe isn't so much the NBA, it's societal. You just scroll through social media, and when you have all the movement, when you have everybody having a voice, the good, the bad, the in-between – you think about everybody trying to just put out content and and monetize it. You just get a you just get a giant bowl of crap, and that's where we are. And so, with so much player movement, you're right. We don't have the development of rivalries. You ask me about a rivalry right now in the NBA, I'm gonna go, huh? Maybe uh, maybe Memphis and 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 the Warriors. Is that a rivalry? Like what? What has Memphis won? The Knicks and Heat don't have a rivalry. The Bulls, this, the Lakers and Celtics, is, is that a rivalry? We got to wait another 20 years for them to face off in the finals? Like, what are, what are we doing? There's just so much storytelling around basketball, but the fact is, is it makes money. The game has grown internationally. Look at some of its top stars. The storylines are nuts. Some of these players are softer, too. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I'll get to more of your calls. And I want to tell you about an NFL player. He might be soft. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.